Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. With Alex Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kylie. Very happy to go out to the Browning Group and Celebrity Line to talk to one of the best hitters in baseball so far this year. Alex, he's Carson Kelly, the current Diamondbacks catcher, former Cardinals catcher, joining us here on 101 ESPN. Carson, we sincerely appreciate you taking the time to hop on with us today. How you doing this morning? Doing all right, fellas. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. We're thrilled to have you. So I, I guess let's start with the obvious. What's gone into your success this season at the plate? I mean, a thousand OPS so far this year. It's been quite the breakout performance for you this year. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been good. There's a, you know, we're, it's still early in the season. We've got we got a lot of games to go, but, um, you know, worked really hard this offseason to, to you know, get, uh, get my swing pretty simple and keep my process and be, uh, you know, very, very invested in that process, which has allowed me to go out and perform every day. Carson, how much of an impact has it been to to just be in there every day? Because of course, when you're a catcher, it comes with reps, right? But the fact that these last three seasons, your, your career has taken off because you've been the everyday catcher for Arizona. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's been a a big part of it. I think uh, the ability to go out and, um, succeed, but also fail, you know, to, to have those ups and downs and, and learn from them. Um, I'm still a young player. I'm 26 years old. There's still a lot to learn, but, you know, getting those opportunities to go out there, succeed and fail and, and learn from those is, is allowed me to, you know, continue, uh, continue on the upward climb. I'm always amazed by the backup catcher for Yadier Molina in St. Louis, how they are able to stay fresh because we know going into every year, Yadier's going to play 130, 140 games. That, that is the way that it goes every season. How tough is that for a guy like yourself who was uh, the backup to him a couple of years here in St. Louis? How difficult is that to stay ready and stay engaged every day? Well, I, I think it's kind of a blessing and a curse because you get to, to watch one of the best, if not the best guy go out there and uh, see how he prepares, see how he handles himself out there. And, and then, you know, also you don't get to play as much. So you've got to find ways to get your reps in. And, um, you know, it, it, it's it's the, definitely a tough gig. It's a, it's a tough thing to do, but, um, you know, a lot of it is determined on your, your attitude towards it. So if you 
take everything and, and learn as much as you can, but then also get your reps in, you're going to be in a better position to succeed when you get out there. Carson, I, I remember talking to you in the Cardinals clubhouse a few years ago when you were with the team, and you had mentioned to me how impactful just the conversations were with Yachty during the season to where, you know, after a game where you'd be watching it or a scenario comes up and he'd explain kind of what went through his mind there. Throughout an entire season, how much of an influence does that have on, on a on a 26-year-old like you who now is in the same position that Yachty has been in. Oh, it's it's incredible, you know, just to just to see just to see it from a different lens, you know, to to see it from the side, understand and then, you know, I still have my notebook, so I still write stuff down and um, you know, that way I can apply it to to my game when I'm out there. And it, it's incredible just the amount of little details that he sees and um, and him being willing to share it with me is also awesome. So it's, um, you know, it's, it's awesome to, and again, talking with him yesterday a little bit, it's just cool to, to, to learn from him every single day. We're talking to Carson Kelly here on 101 ESPN. Carson, I was talking to Danny Mack, the Cardinals broadcaster. We do a show in the 10 o'clock hour here, and I wanted to ask him what he would like to hear from you. And he said, hey, <laughs> ask Carson Kelly about his first pop-up in instructional camp. Can, I, oh, I don't know gosh. any more than, than that. <laughs> Can you tell me what he was referencing there? What, what do you remember from that moment? Well, Danny Mack's got a good memory. And... Um, <laughs> So the first pop-up, we, we had talked about it. This is in Instructs when I was, I think it was 2014, like first catching. Um, Instructs, first game catching. I think it was like the third pitch pop-up straight up. And I probably did about four circles trying to figure <laughs> out where to, where to go, what angle to get at. I knew I had to turn around. I just didn't know like which angle to go at. The wind was crazy the ball landed on home plate and didn't catch it. So that was probably my first, my first experience as a catcher. And, uh, you know, hopefully next time we, we, we catch it, but, but it was probably, probably the, one of the best moments ever, uh, as a catcher. God, gotta love Danny Mack. Just having like a memory <laughs> yeah. of steel, right? Carson just can't forget those mm. moments. Oh man, it was it was embarrassing, but also hilarious because it was probably the easiest pop up you'll ever catch. That's awesome. Well, Carson, what a lot of people may not remember is you were a third baseman when the Cardinals drafted you in. You started, and then they convert you to being a catcher. BK and I are really curious. What's that process like in the Cardinals minor league system uh, of coming in as a catcher or coming in as a position player, and they shift you to catcher? How how tough of a transition is that? Oh, very. I mean, especially as a as, as a third baseman going to catching, it's uh, I mean, just the demand on your body as a catcher, but also just the the intelligence and, and the things you have to learn. You know, there's there's so much like just little details, along with you know just game calling and and managing your body from day to day. And um, you know, I was just very fortunate to have great coaches and, and a great organization to learn coming up the system and. Um, you know, it, it, it definitely helped me in a big way and, and helped me get to where I am in my career. What's that? What's do they approach you about a switch like that? And if so, when did they do that for you? How, how is that process at the very beginning of saying, hey, uh, we're going to move you from third base to catcher? Are you good with that, Carson? Yeah, I mean, it was uh, they usually they, yeah, they come to you and they ask you because um you know, it's a big, big transition. It's a, it's a career changer. And, 
Um, you know, it's funny because I ask a lot of people around, around baseball and if I, I also guys with the Arizona Diamondbacks and they're like, yeah, we probably would have tried to convert you as well. So I guess inevitably I would have been a catcher, but, um, you know, that, that, uh, you know, the conversations and Hey, this is a great opportunity. There's, there's a, there's a lot of things you got to learn, but I, we think you have the ability, you know, physically, mentally to, to withstand the, the grinds of being a catcher. So it was, it was, it was a good conversation and you know, that's, that's kind of how it goes. So Carson, you mentioned some of the great managers that you had in the minor league system. And I know you spent a little time with Mike Schilt when he was managing the Memphis Redbirds. We've seen him now for a few seasons as a manager for the Cardinals, uh, but what are some of the things that Mike Schilt brings to the game or the clubhouse that people may not get to see or hear every day? So the thing with Mike is he, he sees all those little details as well. And when I first got into the Cardinal system, he was actually the double A manager. And I think he was coming off of a championship there. Um, and then, you know, I had him in, actually, I had him in Memphis as well. He was the one who told me I was going to the big leagues. So that's, wow. that's a pretty, pretty special moment. And, you know, just seeing him and a lot of the guys, especially yesterday, just getting to catch up with some guys. It was um, just to see the, the, the details the detail oriented, you know, mindset, uh, the intensity that they bring. And, um, you know, it's a good, it's a good team and a great organization. And, uh, you know, it's, it's fun to compete against them. And obviously I hope, you know, we win, but um, it's, it's good to see, it's good to see the boys again. Carson, I'm always curious talking to guys like yourself who, I mean, it, it takes a village, right. To be able to eventually make it to the big leagues. And then again, to sustain it once you get there, who are some of the guys within the Cardinals organization, coaching-wise, uh, maybe it's the strength and conditioning side of things, whoever it may be that helped you along this path to becoming what is one of the better big league catchers now in Major League Baseball? Yeah, I mean, I, I was very fortunate. Um, I can't really just put my, my thumb on one one person specifically, but I mean, all of my man- – I mean, I had Oliver Marmol as my manager. Uh, I mean, it was like he was my first manager. Mike Schilt, I mean, Jamie Pogue, who's was a bullpen catcher, Yachty, Mike Matheny. I mean, just the list goes on and on and on. Um, just the, the endless support and, um, you know, just getting me to that position. And then, um, you know, it, it's been it's definitely been a blessing for sure. All right, Carson, I'm curious on a couple of pitchers that you caught in the Cardinals system. And one is, is a man who's had electric stuff this season for the Cardinals, and that's Alex Reyes, the closer. But you talk about a kid who has gone through a hell of a lot in his time in the majors, and you've been a part of some of that. You caught him in the minors. What is it about Alex Reyes's journey and just him as a player that, that should stick out to people more? I would say his perseverance. You know, there's been a lot that he's he's gone through, injuries and you know, I mean, it, it sucks to see guys hurt, but he's, he's continued to work his butt off to get to where he is. And uh, I'm just extremely happy for him to, to see him go out there and, and, and be healthy. And, and, you know, he's got electric stuff. So being able to, to see that and, and actually face it now, it's, it's, I mean, he's got really good stuff and I'm just very happy for him. Does he have the most electric stuff of any of the pitchers that you caught throughout the Cardinal system? Or is there somebody else that sticks out to you? I mean, I've, I've got a lot of a lot of friends still in the Cardinal system, so I'm not going to name any names. But okay. I'm going I'm to kind of push that one away. That's okay. Understandably <laughs> so.
I am curious, Carson, when you look back on your time with the Cardinals, I mean, I, I, Danny Mack, once again, give me a little insight here. He, he said that you had a really good relationship with Adam Wainwright, and the guy is still performing at such an incredibly high level as he's approaching the age of 40. What was it like to be around Waino in your time here in St. Louis, too? And was there anything that you learned from him as well? Oh, I, I've actually got a good Wayno story. It was, uh, it was actually, I think it was my first big league camp. And I was eating lunch kind of by myself, well, not by myself, but I was just like eating lunch at a, at a different time and I kind of had my head down. And then somebody came over and, you know, brought his lunch down and I looked up and it was Wayno. And it was, it was just a great moment because it was, that was probably the first time. I mean, I'm 19 years old. I'm, I'm like, this is Adam Wainwright sitting across <laughs> for me having more, having lunch and, and, you know, just talking. And, um, there's just, that's just, you know, that's, that's Wayno. Everybody knows that. And he's, he's a loving person, a, a great competitor. And, um, just to see him keep going and, and, and go out and dominate it. It's cool. It's, it's great to see. And, um, you know, obviously, I, I mean, he's pitching what he's pitching tomorrow. So, I mean, I hope we get him. And, um, but it, it's great to see him go out there and, and continue to do what he does. Carson, final quick hitters for you. Um, I would love to take you back to your time here in St. Louis. What what was your favorite spot to go? I mean, whether it be um, a, a restaurant or a place that you went out for drinks, like whatever it was, what's what's the spot where now when you come back to St. Louis on a road trip, you're like, I, I got to go back to that place? Oh, man. I uh, So I actually lived, where did I live? I don't even, I can't think about it right now. Um, but uh, I was a fan, what is it, the Gambling, Gambling Whiskey out in Central West End? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a, I think I'm they're gone now. Place. Are they really? I, I haven't been back in a while, so I don't know. <laughs> I'm yeah. pretty sure um, the Gambling Whiskey house closed, unfortunately. Oh, no. Um, but they had a really good, uh, I'm, I'm actually a bourbon fan, so they had a really good selection of bourbon. And um, just that whole area, I really enjoy that whole area and, um, you know, going in there and coffee shops and in stores and things like that. It was it was a fun place to be. Now that you are no longer in St. Louis, you can give an honest answer to this question. Did you like St. Louis style pizza? I never had a ton of pizza from when I was in St. Louis. Not going to lie. Um, I, I did enjoy the em- uh, emos, right? I you enjoyed did. emos. Thanks, Carson. Yeah, I did. Oh, I wow. Did. Yeah. Carson, you see what the problem is? BK's trying to become a, a St. Louisan, but the problem is he just keeps telling people that he hates emos pizza and St. Louis-style pizza. Well, you just got to wrap your brain around how it's going to be a little bit. It's different. It's a little different. I mean, you just got to wrap your head around <laughs> but it. But it's delicious. Oh. It's tomato oh. paste and cheese that I just, I, I can't do it, Carson. I want to like it so bad because my fiance's family loves it. And every time they get it, I got to get something else. Yeah. Well, I mean, have you ever had the toasted raviolis? I, I love toasted raviolis. Okay, toasted wraps well, are great. I mean, Gooey butter cake yeah. is fantastic. There's so many great things of food here, and it's just it's the pizza that I can't do. Unbelievable. <laughs> Carson, we appreciate the time, man. Thank you so much for hopping on with us today. We wish you all the best moving forward, and uh, we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon. Hopefully you have a great year, but just not so great against the Cardinals <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> all right. I appreciate it, Thanks, guys. Thanks, Carson. Take care.